1: To the SNES podcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Super NES podcast. This is episode number one twenty-three this time around. Uh, I am Greg, joined by all, joined by my faithful co host, as always, George.
0: That that's that's me.
1: And we're honored today to have a very special guest host. Somebody somebody's been in the podcast several times before in the past, and always been the you know, and always a real pleasure to have to have in the podcast with us uh we have so we're lucky enough to be joined by aaron tonight
2: hey guys i mean you guys have done so many episodes now that maybe people have forgotten <laughs> who i am but yeah i'm aaron Wait, who are you all <laughs> right i'm i'm aaron of genesis gems and at one time or another retro obscura and right. yeah it's good to be with you I, guys
1: yeah i missed that podcast
2: oh me too <laughs> need too. a
0: retro revive?
2: <laughs>
1: yes. But, but yeah. So anyway, uh, we're picking a game that Aaron brought to us this time because everything in the sorry, because, sorry, because I figured I, I, I figured that we owed Aaron because every time Aaron's been on the podcast in the past, he's always he's always come and talk about games that somebody else decided. So I was like, you know, well, you know, why don't we let you pick a game this time around just to be fair to you? So, um, and he reached pretty and he reached pretty deep into the catalog to pull out this game for us. Um, toilet
2: Kids. <laughs> well, you know no, I'm from was... uh yeah, I mean, we, we did we covered that one on Retro Obscure. I remember that. You did. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I remember know. that. Yes. But you know,
0: I've actually played that game as well in not. What is that game?
2: It's not the worst game. It's just a really no. goofy shoot 'em up. Yep, yep.
1: exactly. So but yeah, so uh, Aaron, Aaron went for a very um, well. I mean, I, I mean, I was very happy that he picked this game because pick this, this game because I liked it a lot. But I like a lot of games this company does anyway. So, uh, which game did you bring to us to, uh, to talk about this time, Aaron?
2: So I brought Gem Fire, which you know, coming from Genesis gems, we cover Sega Genesis games. Oh, is, <laughs> is that your plot? I wanted to bring the fire. <laughs> that, that's and, uh, that's the reasoning you wanted to make no, that joke. No, <laughs> no, here's the real reason. Okay, here's the real reason. So Genesis Gems teamed up with Two Dudes and S to form Bit Brothers, okay? And so we had like this monthly show that we just started and we got on there and what I realized was that Genesis Gems and Two Dudes and S have never done a single Koei game on either show. And what I also realized was that I was the only one out of all four co-hosts that actually has played Koei games for any length of time. Like, I I grew <laughs> oh, up... Oh, so they were going to hate you if you picked one. Oh, I, like, I could tell that it was not, like, they were not thrilled about the idea. <laughs> Nick was open yep. to the idea, as long as it was something... Something to kind of... Um, I, I think Gemfire would kind of be that olive branch into Koei strategy territory. But, yeah, f- for... For Nick or for the guys from Two Dudes and the Nest, they just didn't have a lot of experience with, with these deep strat- strategic and simulation games from Koei mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and so like I ended up just talking to him about like some of the ones I'd grown up playing and some of the confusion I'd had and just wanting to now that we have <laughs> the convenience of the internet and YouTube and all these guides you can follow these games are easier than ever to to dive into and yes as we had a conversation before we got on air here we talked about how some games don't hold up today and i will certainly agree that some code games do not hold up so well
0: (laughs) there yeah there's a decent list of those games that won't but that uh, certainly don't hold up
2: what's interesting though is after i had the conversation with the guys. I think at some point <laughs> we'll all try to cover because there were Koei games that reported that were ported to NES, Sega Genesis, and NES right. all at the same time, like this one. And so right. it was like either we could cover we could talk about this one at some point or talk about the one that sort of kicked off everything, which is Nobunaga's ambition. And so mm-hmm. after right. I had that conversation with the guys, it was like, Oh, like I I really wanna play Koei games again. So <laughs> I started with the the one that started off for me, which is Nobunaga's Ambition. And yep, got, same here. got my bearings on that one again. I hadn't played it since really I was a teenager. It was something that I'd inherited from my stepbrother. And I remember really liking the historical context, but getting overwhelmed with the amount of commands on the screen. And it was very text heavy. But I got the hang of it. This was uh, a couple months ago now and I finally beat it for the first time and it no like once you figure out the gameplay you realize it's really just a more complicated version of risk mm, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's yeah. what it boils down to is you know you develop yeah. your economy you save it up money to support your troops and then you can go out and do battles and once you f- figure out that it's not as confusing and then there, there's certain commands that you really don't ever use throughout the game, it becomes a yep. much easier time. And um, I guess for me, I hadn't actually played Gem Fire when I was a kid, but it's almost like I should have played this one first or, or second, I think. <laughs> that would have been helpful. Yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's certainly much easier complex. to get into, I think, for a kid yes. who has no... <laughs> I mean, I loved history, right. but yeah. I was into Tolkien and fantasy, and I I liked, uh, you know, things like Robin Hood, and I and I liked, because this is basically Gemfire is like what it's like a fantasy UK, right? Yeah. It's, it's like Great Great Britain almost. Yeah, close to it. So, it's but... it's close. It's an island. Yeah, but the whole close point. No, <laughs> the, the whole point is to me this is like. If I was introducing a new generation to these types of games, uh, this would be a good place to start because yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I agree definitely. Gemfire is definitely the easiest, the easiest of the to, uh, easiest of the traditional co-op strategy games to let to, 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 to get into because because it's the, because uh, to it's, it's not as complex. Right. I mean, it's still like yeah. I, I mean, it's still like I, I mean, like, you know, the gameplay's still here. It's the uh, the is like very good. Like. Uh, like a very good very deep gameplay but you know it's definitely a lot easier to easier to uh, play which is why i was telling george 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 weeks ago when we first talked about the game i'm like yeah you should be okay with this game george because like you know this is the easiest game uh, of the Kawhi series to go into because we've already covered like
0: what are you trying to say
1: well we've already covered over an admission <laughs> on the podcast compared to this game Um, yeah uh, yeah, piece piece of cake (laughs) but so yeah um, uh, but Aaron also I might suggest this uh, I might suggest also another game that George and I have already covered already 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 on already on this podcast Uh, the easiest the most fun collide game for somebody for anybody to pick up and play I think would probably be um, Uncharted waters
2: yeah uncharted waters uh, well especially I would say especially New Horizons uh, because yes. the first yes. one has a steep learning yes. curve. Don't yeah. Sorry, yeah. don't play yeah. the first one. Yeah. Nope. I would nope, say nope. play the first one after you play the second one, and <laughs> and yes. then it will be a little bit easier to to play. Because I think in the first one, yes, uh, you play. That's you have like one main just character. Straight up too complex. Yeah, right. yeah. it's yeah. like a more complex version of Pirates. Is what I feel like, or Elite, like yeah. those types of right. games, where yep. you really need the yeah, manual to hold your hand because thought... the game does not give you a lot of guidance starting out right I thought are we talking
0: about like original elite I thought original Elite was actually decently complex oh yeah
2: no the original elite was pretty complex but like for its day yes like it was very very complex yeah for day I don't know I would say even
0: today it's pretty complex
2: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, no I'd agree with you Uh, it it is pretty complex I I would say uncharted waters is probably on the same level (laughs) a little more complex (laughs) than pirates yeah.
0: Speaking of a lead, just quickly, shout out to those—was uh, it the developers that did like a little special thing for? Uh, there was a fan of theirs who was dying recently, and uh, they came out and like hung out with him or something. Oh wow, what
2: was that? Oh yeah, oh, shout cool. out. Yeah, yeah,
0: shout out to those guys. Yeah, they uh, they made somebody very happy before they uh, cool passed. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I'll see if I can pull up that article for you guys later.
1: Say, so I also. Re- so like another like co cool game I really love that I want to cover in this, but uh, I do I, that want to cover in the podcast eventually, uh, eventually, eventually at some point, like through Erebus games because because yeah, oh yeah, because I, because they're, because. They're, yeah, because those games are so unique. I mean, there's not many. Two, I mean, like, there's only like three games I'm aware of. We get to like manage like Airplane Company, and the Airbus games are two of them. So I started
0: <laughs> playing it, and then I was like, "Ha ha! I'll come back to this."
1: Supersonic is better, I think, because they did better improvements. I to think it, I did so. start playing
0: that one. Yeah, Supersonic's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: but but CoI has a history. You know, like uh, this is actually this actually ties directly. It's like our uh, episode here. Kawhi has history about, like, about, like, remaking their games in one way or another uh, over their history. Like, you yeah. know, you have... mean, uh, uh, like one version of the game, and then you have, like, a new and improved version of the game coming out several years later. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, Uncharted Waters, Air- Aerobiz... Gnominolog's ambition, it, you know, it, um, Gemfire, uh, you know, happened to all of them, so...
2: So, um, but... you know, also with the with Gemfire, uh, so Koei split up their series, you know, here's the historical series, here's the right, Imagination yeah. series, Gemfire, I think, actually kicked off the, or I, I can't remember if it was the first one, maybe Uncharted Waters was, but it, it got lumped in in that Imagination series along with Uncharted Waters and New Horizons. Right, yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah, right,
1: yeah. Yeah, and like Aaron, you you mentioned earlier, uh, there's not really too many fantasy like fantasy based strategy games out there. I mean, there's a few, but um, no, you know, my favorites is... are always... yeah. yeah. So no, sorry, go I, ahead. I mean, uh, yeah, I just... oh yeah, so, I just... so sorry, I was just gonna add beyond beyond this game. Uh, I spent a lot of time as a kid playing Master of Magic, uh, my microcos, having uh, a computer. Did you ever play that?
2: Um. Uh... So, Master of Magic. Uh, I knew yeah. about that one. I think I downloaded it once, but I never got very far in that. Now,
1: yeah, it's a very good. It's a very good like fantasy based kind like, like of Ryan, it, like kind of like of Raw, and it could like take place like a fantasy setting instead. So, um, uh, we have like you know families and artifacts and exploring combat that kind of stuff. I mean, for uh, it, I think it's still sort of, like pretty like, good game today.
2: But, I I remember like um, King's Bounty. Uh, The King's Mining series
1: is good, too. Yeah, Yeah, and that sort
2: of morphed into the Heroes of Might and Magic series. Oh, yeah. I was just about to say, yeah, Heroes of Might and Magic's another one. Yeah,
1: I love the Heroes of Might and Magic series.
2: There was uh, uh, the uh, Sept of Balor. I forgot what the name of that one was. But there was another one that Koei put out uh, that was more like Irish fantasy. Right. I have to go, <laughs> Wait, this why? was a PC only, like DOS only, I don't, it never came to Irish consoles. Irish fantasy. Yes. Yeah. Or like <laughs> Celtic fantasy, yeah. Right. But, so,
1: uh, yeah, anyway, so as we already mentioned, uh Koei was obviously the developer, the, uh, um, a developer, publisher, like a publisher of like this game uh its release history is pretty similar to a bunch of other like Koai games they did around this time period and uh, time period like in the uh, uh like in the fact that this game first came out on a number of japanese computers um although also the famicom got the famicom version got released got released about the same time as the computer versions so uh they actually were pretty pretty simultaneous like one another uh the game originally came out in japan on the famicom the pc88 which is a very popular japanese japanese based uh, uh light computers uh, the MSX, mm-hmm. the MSX, of course, was a very popular international series of computers. Exciting uh, like the Sharp, the uh, Sharp X68000, which was a very, uh, very advanced line of game computers. Probably the best, probably the probably the best dedicated game-only computers that the, the Japanese had. So, uh, wait,
0: who who else had the MSX? MSX? Uh, uh, Europe. Europe, okay. Asia,
1: so uh, South America had it too. Well, yeah, yeah, I yeah, know so. that. Oh, really? Yep, okay, yep. so just not us. We did have it, but it only like one version, and, and it didn't sell very well.
2: Kind of like the uh, Timex Sinclair, <laughs> same deal. Yes. Right. yeah, right, exactly.
1: So but. yeah,
2: the, yeah, it's it, I it's a trend. Yep,
0: I see that happen a lot over here, where like everyone buys American.
2: Oh yeah, but, the market uh, was dominated by the you know Apple II, Commodore 64. Yep, right. Yep. 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 So, yeah. That trend is kind of changing. It,
1: it is, yes. So
0: still, a lot of people still just buy American. Right. Uh, so, Good luck with that.
1: So actually, it was the um, uh, it was the Famicom and the next versions of this game came that the uh, uh, the uh, version of the game that came out first and for first by like August of 1991. Uh, later on that year it came out uh, later on that year it came out so he came out also on the PC 88. Uh, the Sharp the Sharp system got it in March of 1992. Uh, it also came out on the FM Towns, which is also very uh, Oh, g-
2: the FM Towns
1: Marty? Yeah, uh, I don't know about
2: the Marty, just is FM Towns. Okay. So okay. No, probably the CD I, mean, I think it was right. the Yeah, the CD version. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, the Marty was the CD version I think like when I remember yeah. so uh, um so uh, so it came out on that in May of 1992. Um. Um. And then, so uh, the first version, the first version of the game to get released here in the West was the NES version in March of 1992. And then the Super Mega, um, uh, the uh, the Super 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 NES and the Sega Genesis slash Sega Mega, Mega Drive versions uh, came out in Japan. You were about to say Super Mega Drive. <laughs> I tried. I'm to. all for it. <laughs> Just combine the chips. Yeah.
0: Seriously. Uh, there
1: you go. It uh, came out later on in Japan in the summer of 1992, and those versions got released here. I um, uh, uh, got released here in North America uh, in in November and December of 1992. Uh, there was also, as Eric mentioned before, uh, there was also a DOS version of this game, which came out in uh, uh, which came out only in North America in 1992. So uh, that was hmm. pretty. So that was pretty interesting. So uh, I'm saying North America only because Europe never got this game unfortunately, it which was, is like, weird. Europe doesn't get <laughs> a, a lot European, of. It's a very European. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, so. yeah.
2: And I think I think there was just this weird thing, uh, especially until Final Fantasy VII came out, where it right. seemed like yep, anything yeah, so. that seemed like a JRPG or Japanese strategy role playing anything uh, did not gain traction. In Europe, until Final Fantasy Seven, that's what it felt. True. Like. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And
0: so. I, I, I really don't understand it. it's just Weird.
1: So, so this is another case uh, which George probably hates, uh, in which the game was renamed uh, like the Western market uh, because the jap, uh, but the Japanese name for this game, I think, was perfectly fine. I'm not really sure. Uh, uh, um, you know, I'm not really quite sure why Kawai felt, uh, felt the need to, re- you know, the need to rename it. Um, it, uh, so Japan, this game is known as Royal Blood.
2: Yeah, maybe they God wanted to get away the from blood. And they were releasing on the yeah, NES huh. and Super Nintendo where the, even the word blood was sort of a no-no. <laughs> Honestly, I think Jumpfire is a, a fair, uh, fine you, enough name. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jumpfire fine. Blood I mean, once you good. understand the storyline of the game, yeah, I can see it. And the fact that it's kind of combining yeah. the you know, part of the storyline and the fact that like the main bad guy has control of a dragon <laughs> yeah right right that so, makes sense but. S- Yeah, yeah so super famicom ver- it's, y- it's better than a lot of other games so so
1: super famicom version of this game was called super royal blood because of course it was super but, royal blood that's well, great course. right yep i, I mean
2: um, i i was surprised they didn't have like super Genghis khan <laughs> 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 super no- nobunaga's ambition uh, uh
1: and also, I did not know this, I did not know this, like I was doing research, research on the game, but like, I'm curious to check it out. Uh, in 2003, Kawaii released a Japanese-only Windows sequels yeah. game, uh, Soroblo 2.
2: Which, I don't know that they kept any of the same families, or how much it's related to the original game, and I, I know someone yeah. started trying to translate the game, but they kind of gave up. Didn't yeah. get too Yeah, I don't know nothing about that it. That happens so. a lot, yeah, so... There was uh, also, I think I sent you guys a message about there was a small indie team trying to make a game very similar to the way Gemfire plays. And they've been working on it for the past five or six years. Uh, The last bit of development I saw was, I think, something from last year, though, on Twitter. So I don't know if they're still working on it or not. Mm. Okay, right. So, But anyway... So
1: yeah, we already mentioned this is like a fantasy, like a fantasy-based, like-based strategy game. Um, the story of this game, as um, you know, is explained both in the manual and also on the opening screen. It's pretty fancy, generic, I'd say, but still sort of like still uh, 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 sort of like does the job as far as like, uh, 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 as far as like the setting the scene, like what's going on here in this game. So, uh, the the action takes place like in a, the they they actually takes place there takes place on the fantasy island of uh, Ishmeria. Um, where six wizards used to advise the king as far as keeping the peace uh, the, 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 to the keep the peace helping to get to, help him to govern and help me to govern uh the 30 provinces like the land but then one day a wizard uh, a wizard attacked the island uh wielding the power of like, a magical and powerful fire dragon uh and to defeat him uh the wizards the, the, the wizards were assisted by a sea-dwelling dragon of peace which is known as the pashta uh, which I believe is, which I believe is from Hindu mythology, if I remember correctly. I was just uh, gonna say, are we speaking English still, <laughs> or? <laughs> well, the Japanese, the Japanese borrow very heavily from Hindu and Buddhist stuff when it comes to their games. Oh, of course. So, but so, uh, but uh, anyway, so um, the wizards managed the, the the wizards the wizards succeeded in being able to contain the fire dragon, but at the cost of sealing themselves up with like in the jewels as well. So the uh, 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 so seven jewels were then all attached to a crown which became known as Gemfire. Uh, um, uh, um, this crown is the Royal family. Uh it's like the Royal family is like main uh seat of power, I, I suppose you could say. Um, you know like what they actually use to establish that they're actually have a legitimate claim like claim to the throne. Uh, it's the it's the Linkshire family, by the way, who actually who, uh, 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 who actually has the who actually who actually has the throne, uh, like in this land. So um, so eventually, one of the one of the kings, the current king, uh, um I believe his name is pronounced like Ezereld, uh, basically becomes a tyrant and he abuses his power greatly uh, until one day the princess is able to successfully be able to snatch the crown away from him and she's able to break out to break off six of the gems, to free the six wizards, which go off uh, which go up to the various parts of the land, but she stopped before she can free the fire dragon and she's locked away in a tower because of it. so, which by the way, uh, may I just add, you would not know this looking at the intro of the game because the intro of the game makes it look totally the opposite. Because it, to be the intro of the game, she looks very, you know very very evil. So, um, but it, just the way that's drawn that graphic of her, uh, like the intro screen, it does not look like she's doing a good thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's weird <laughs> so, if you look at the different versions of this games. Yeah, the characters can be depicted a little bit differently in in that intro.
1: Right. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So the six wizards, they go off to different parts of the land, and they're, um, and. Um, and six families uh, houses I suppose you could probably say uh, find the gem and they basically start a civil war uh, trying to upseat uh, the you a know, king and being able to claim the power like themselves so they start a jump fire uh, yep jump fire civil war so but uh, and that's the that's sequel <laughs> jump fire civil war <laughs> so but uh, yeah yeah you know and I, and uh, and uh, I was actually talking to I was actually talking to Aaron a little bit about this before uh, uh, like off mic because it's like a lot of this game seems inspired by both like the the War of the Roses uh, and also the like also the Game of Thrones uh, book series because there's a lot in this game of like you know houses and uh, dragons and magic uh, and wizards and whatnot which actually do kind of seem like they're taken directly from the Game of Thrones series where we're actually had to, like, I actually had to look to check to see when the first book came out and like 95. You know, this game <laughs> yeah. yeah 95 yep this game actually predates the book. Uh, the first book you know about like three years so um uh but yeah you know the definitely um you know definitely has kind of kind of uh, um but but yeah this game definitely has kind of a vibe a vibe for that like for some reason so but um as typical Koi games there are four scenarios that you can pick from the start of the game to play through um which is to pick the civil war in various like in various uh, um you know in various stages you always have a choice of four families to pick from uh depending on the scenario but the um you know the two main but uh, but clearly the two main the two main most powerful families the ones who are always available available to you no matter what scenario you play and the ones recommended to play the game as your first time through uh, they're going to be uh, Prince Andor uh the Lyle House and uh, uh, um, Prince Aaron the Blanche House uh, those two families are definitely your strongest houses no matter where you are in the game and definitely ones recommended uh, your first time through oh yeah uh, are, <laughs> um, I mean when, I mean when you get good the game 20 get good, good the game is beat up by anybody um but
0: you're saying i'm not good
1: <laughs> i'm saying this. you're game a can knight in of... training okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um like, i'm always in training <laughs> so i so like many co-op games you co-op games you can like, play with, like one or two players um you have also um and you also have the ability to be able to you know save any time you want to because the battery the battery backup the uh, battery backup that's in the game God, i couldn't
2: i could never um, play a co-op game without battery backup Forget it. You couldn't <laughs> I, have a password
1: system in these games. There, there isn't, there isn't any. As far as I, as far as I yeah. know, like the games that have been released has always had a password. Uh, sorry, has never, never had a password. So that's what I'm trying to say. So I
0: never needed a battery. Mm-hmm. Oh, having a battery. I just made a mini generator ooh. for my SNES card. <laughs> obviously, no the battery right.
2: really helps in this game because you can yeah. kind of. Uh, you, need you can to save, save scum, certainly. basically, This right, is what I would yeah. call it. Because you you can take a turn... Oh, I didn't even think of that! It's very easy. I'm like easy. the worst person who does that? Yeah, it's very easy <laughs> and to and save I didn't even scum think of game. doing that for this game. So you can, right. in this game, you know, you get all these different commands, which I'm sure Greg will go over. But yeah, you can totally use up a command to go spy on another country. Or um, actually, you can go search their country and, and try to find a special item. Right, um, yeah. And you can use up that term to see okay well they don't have that item so I'm going to <laughs> reload my game so I make sure I don't use that command and waste a turn right so I mean um, yeah and the nature of this game
1: encourages encourages slow gameplay I mean like you know like well m- most quiet games do but I think but, but I think in particular this game this game in particular rewards you for being patient and booting up a train slowly because
0: yeah. oh uh, certainly because uh, yeah a lot of these games do yeah
1: but yeah, this game has something those other games. Yeah, this game, this game has something those other games don't have: a fire dragon. Yes, but, because uh, uh, that guy, that that guy will kick your ass at the start of the game if you're not careful. So you got to be like very, very careful and not like not don't to, not attack,
2: go attacking. Yeah. yeah, don't go attacking the main, yeah. uh, the right. main royal line who will just destroy you with their dragon right off the yes. bat. Yes, so don't do it.
1: I mean, like you know, there are speed runs on YouTube. Uh, of people going through the game like two hours. So I mean, it is possible. Yeah. But I think my experience, but there's
0: a lot of RNG to worry about in this game. Wow.
1: Th- there is actually that.
0: I hate the, I'd hate to run this game, to be honest.
2: But there's RNG manipulation and the fact that the battles are simplified enough in this game that once they are, you learn yes, the yeah, AI, yeah. you can cheese the how AI deep does,
0: pretty hard. How deep does the manipulation go, though? Like there's, I, I can't well, imagine in, that. In, a, in like a live some run, some very rare artifact probably... you need or something. You just you press the B button three times and well, then you there's... set up some weird complex yeah. thing and oh hey, it spawns in number three every time. So if you get your like, I, like what's the? So if... Alright, go on.
2: Okay, sorry. So if you get your loyalty high enough know. in whatever country you're in, good events will happen. And so if you get it up to a high enough amount, you'll get more good events. Well, if you didn't get a good event that turn, maybe you can just save your game and then <laughs> reload it and see if... Is that part of the speedrun, though? I don't know uh, if they're reloading their saves at all, or if they're just running through it.
1: Didn't look like that they were, but, you know, who knows? I've but, seen that in uh,
2: speedruns before, where they're like, okay, uh, well, I didn't get the RNG I wanted, so I'm going to reset. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yep yeah, as Aaron mentioned, uh, there are like elves and orbs uh, in this game. Like elves are good, orbs are bad, and those like you know random like random events that can happen every now and then to bring you t- 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 to do like good things and bad things for you.
2: Oh, the penalties in this game are nowhere near as bad as they were uh, in other Koei games, though, or like Nobunaga's ambition. True. Yes. Yep. So like yeah. things like you need to keep track of your loyalty. That's a major thing. It's the flag icon on the screen. So you keep track of your your loyalty. Uh, And that's, you know, kind of your your banner or whatever. And if it, in a normal Koei game, if your loyalty was at zero, like people would be rioting and your soldiers would be attacking your province. In this game, it doesn't happen. The worst that really happens in this game is that you hire some mercenaries or some monsters, as they call them, and they leave. They just, they just up and leave. Right. That's really one of the minor penalties that happens. I mean it's good sure. to have high loyalty just so you can uh there's certain actions you can take that have a higher probability of succeeding. Uh, but yeah, it's not it's not nearly as harsh of a penalty in this game.
1: True. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that fifth unit that you just mentioned, that's one of the Um, you know that fifth unit is one of the very unique things about this game that the other co games I like, don't have, because uh you have your usual you have your, well, I should say, fairly usual. Yeah, uh, right you have your four-squad like, Right, yeah. You're know, like one squad of horsemen, uh, one squad of archers, and two squads of knights But uh, who have the uh, um, who have the pros and cons that you'd expect of those units. But did you notice, so, too,
2: that since you guys talked about Nobunaga's ambition, I can bring this up again, you can't reorder your troops. You can't say, okay, I'm just going to dump all of my units into my cavalry unit you can't assign units in this game so and i think part of it is they want you to utilize every unit you have and focus right. on that fifth unit and hire you know if, if you if you don't have one of those wizards uh to go and hire a fifth unit to come join you in your fight yeah, they want you to actually use strategy. <laughs> well, strategy. You know, when I was playing Genghis Khan and Nobunaga, you it's still kind
0: of brute force. A, yeah, yeah,
2: you c- you couldn't dump all your. I mean, I use my my horsemen, my cavalry a lot to to win battles, but the strategy in this is mostly like, okay, take my gem, or take my my fifth unit down the bottom of the screen, um, uh, sort of taunt their their gem, or if they have a dragon or whatever have their dragon come out and then have a cavalry come up to the top and go over to the right of the screen and then come around and <laughs> start beating on them until they capture the flag basically mm. yeah that works
1: so uh yeah the fifth unit that we've just talked about before is very yeah. important because you also uh, uh, because uh because uh because uh, you have the because you have the well you may have you may have one of the gems, but one of the downsides about the gem, like the magicians, the, magicians can, the magicians can only be used one battle a month and then they need a rest of two months. Before gonna the use downside is it it's on so. fire.
2: <laughs> yes. Good luck holding it. The downside <laughs> is that if you have a dragon, the game unfortunately can't animate a flying oh, dragon. Geez. So they kind of right. hobble <laughs> along. Right. So the I mom- thought you were going to say, if you have a
0: dragon, then you're good because essentially you'll wipe out everything.
2: Yeah, dragons have a way of doing that, so... But you can't... <laughs> and on, I on hate how it retreats because I want to harpoon his heart out.
0: <laughs> and I can't because he always retreats. Well, yeah.
2: so you do end up collecting the different gems, basically. gems, right. Yeah, right. But right. you can only yeah. use one and then they have to rest for several months before you can use them again. So that's why the game right. ends up making you switch out who you can use in a battle and then you have to hire out some... Which is basically. very cool. Yeah, I think that adds yeah. a nice degree of strategy. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. So, so, uh, you could um you know and, you know and depending on the situation uh the monsters and fighters the fighters you can hire have pros and cons so uh if, like maybe a situation where you're facing somebody who has who's strong in one area and you're like okay i'll hire i'll hire i'll hire this unit if it's available that is uh hire this this unit to try to counteract it against that because uh monsters monsters you have available uh skeletons orcs uh olakai's gargoyles bugbears factions orgs, lizards and, and, and wervens uh, whereas units you have pikemen lancers warriors spearmen shooters and gunners um and also it's and also it's rare to see him but late in the game when you're getting close to being able to unify the crown uh the water dragon uh Pasta may also show up and offer services to you also like for battle
2: oh yes and he's very
1: and, and he's very powerful he's right there with the power uh, the fire dragon like for, like power so
2: and that search command comes in handy so much if yeah. you can find the hidden yeah. items. Because I found one. If you if you search King Esselred's land, like where his where he is, uh, you'll find something that boosts your diplomacy by like forty points, and whoever, oh wow. yeah, whichever you choose, which helps a lot when you're trying to set up like a peace treaty. Or you want to basically (laughs) tell a territory to surrender, it helps.
1: Right. Yep. Yeah. So, but, yep. And you could do that also. Uh, um, So, um, just to go over the six magicians, like, real quick here, because they always have the pros and cons. Um, There's Pluvius, who has fire magic, Uh, Zendor, who has lightning magic. My boy, Zendor. Uh, Yeah, Zendor's very good. Uh, 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 Skurik, who has a. um, uh, poisonous smoke, uh, which basically paralyzes uh, uh, paralyzes paralyzes units. Um, you you have like a Perion, uh, who shoots uh, crystal uh, crystal magic. Uh, Shayla is shoots ice magic, and a uh, and a Shoya does a does a wind magic.
2: The ladies, so, unfortunately, aren't as good because they're they're like, well, they only attack one unit over, right? They have like a one unit right. attack range. Whereas yeah. uh some of the other guys you can attack from far away. And and their attack like they can attack diagonally, like a uh, they're the only one of the only characters that can do that. Whereas like if you're a bowman, yes. you can attack two spaces away but only in a straight line. Well, Whereas like exactly. your wizard, well, if not, a wizard they you can, can attack and you have to. Yeah. No, it, because
0: you can't it, shoot anyone next right, to you. Right, right.
2: But with the wizard, you can shoot yep. in sort of an L shape if you want. Yep. Hmm. Yep.
1: Yep. A good point. So, uh, like I said before, uh, well, um, well, like spell comment on before, this KoI game. Still has, still has pretty, still still has pretty like deep gameplay. Um, the the menu, the menu is definitely, the def, the menu, menu definitely is is more pared down compared to like the you know, Norman ambitions or Romance of Three Kingdoms games, as far as the uh, as far as your options and commands available to you, because you don't have as many things available available to you to keep track of, which also which also helps because like you're not juggling, uh, because you're not juggling, uh, you're juggling as many things around. Um, you have your golden food, of course. Uh, soldiers, how many people? How many people you have in your army? Low tea, um, you know how low they are. Uh, farming, just for farming, is kind of your catch-all, for, catch-all category for like you know, um, you know, like how how productive your lands are for, uh, for like for
2: uh, like for food and gold. Uh, I spend a lot of money on that.
1: Farming's good. Yep, you want to have like high farming. Because yeah, too, though it yeah. takes uh-huh. a while in this game to actually
2: yep. get to harvest season because of the way this game splits right, yep. up because you're going month by month, whereas in some other Koei games, like Nobunaga's Ambition or Genghis Khan, it it basically just goes by seasons. And this one, it's right. like, it takes so. you month by month. So it can take a little while for your harvest to come in. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's what I kind of didn't
2: like. Right,
0: so.
1: I knew was protection, protection, which is kind of the- uh, The useless um,
2: stat, in my opinion. I didn't, I mean, honestly, yeah, it, it can help determine whether I think other right. territories attack you. Right, uh, yeah. but I don't remember how much it actually does or boosts. What sort of but honestly, defense it helps with? If
0: you just keep your unit level up,
2: right? Like if you have
0: like, geez, I don't know, like six hundred troops there, you know, nobody's touching you really. Oh yeah, <laughs> so or if
2: you make an alliance with someone uh, who's well fortified, and you've got another angry neighbor next door, they're not going to attack you because they're they're waiting for retaliation from the other guy right who needs treaties oh treaties (laughs) help so much early on you can only this is i mean just like other things i kept
0: trying to make treaties and then like the next month or the month after that they would just drop out here's the trick it's like all right guys thanks (laughs) (laughs) and then sometimes i think like sometimes they would uh, they would come to me and say all right you 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 want to sign a treaty it's like all right cool and then the next month they would just drop out it's like Yeah,
2: it it depends if (laughs) if they... Because you know there's got to be some sort of checks and balances in this game. uh, In in the code that says, Okay, this group of people wants to to treaty with you because they've literally only got one territory left. So they know they're goners unless they they treaty with someone. And then there's the other ones where it's like, I'm not sure why they want to treaty with me. Uh, Because they... (laughs) I don't think you can have a treaty with the main family. Uh, No, you can't. You can't. I've tried it, and I've never been able to treaty with those guys. But I have treated with other families, and then one thing that happened was I wiped the floor with the rest of the map, and then I was like, oh, can you? is this like civilization where I can win by peaceful means? And no, you can't. Nope. (laughs) War is literally your only option, which the game is kind of... um, night in a nice way, they're like, "Oh, you reunited all of all of the you know the, this land uh, when really you were gonna make them surrender or go to war with them uh, because there was like one well, territory you know what they left say. And, and I had to break my <laughs> treaty because I, I, there was a I was playing Genghis Khan, and there's no way to break your treaty in that game, but the computer has the ability to break treaties all day long, right why? So yeah, you can go in Genghis Khan, the uh, first one I was playing on NES. You go to treaty, which you absolutely need to, you go to treaty with someone. It's a five-year pact, basically. And you cannot break that treaty, but they can. And if someone attacks them, then the treaty's broken also. Like if someone you know takes over their territory, obviously. Weird. But this one, all bets are off. Anyone can break a treaty, except for with the main family, which I guess they don't have any you know everyone's sort of no, a great off for of them. No, it's right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. So, but but yeah, trees yeah, are so, helpful. That's that's the long and short of it. Right. Um maybe it, maybe it's more helpful for people to come to you than you to go to them unless it's like early on and you can tell like okay, it's obvious I'm going to get trounce. You know, there are certain times and certain scenarios where it's like if you don't set up a treaty with people like you're gonna have a bad time because you're not gonna be able to develop your soldiers or your your fields or anything because you're gonna get constantly attacked like there's no two ways about it right yeah yep so
1: but uh yep uh uh, good point. Uh, so, like many Koi games, you also have the ability to be able to delegate, delegate some provinces to provinces like your, like your, uh, um, you know, like your vassals to rule, to rule your name, uh, to minimize the amount of actual direct control you have to you, direct control, direct control you have to bother with, uh, like, uh, like each month because when you get to have like 20-25 provinces, it will take a very long time to go through all twenty-five provinces. So I forgot right. to do that. Yeah, when I played. Yeah, it helps.
2: yeah i think that would have helped oh yeah or like if because honestly with this game (laughs) you can just have have shells you can have shell territories where they're not producing anything as long as you move all the troops and all your food and and gold and stuff up to the front lines you can just delegate um honestly i wouldn't unless you don't plan on ever using that territory again I wouldn't always, um, until you get to like the end game where you've taken care of most of the map, I would Taking not uh, entrust, that's the command, I would not entrust, because that means it, the computer takes over and unlike other Koei games, it it's like a dead territory, it really doesn't do much. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the command this game are pretty simple compared to like other you know other games. Yeah. Uh, you have your basic, you have basically like a military military commands, attack, recruit, move troops, hire um, hire a monster, which is the fifth unit uh, command. Uh, you can do domestic commands of like develop your lands, trade uh, for food or gold, uh, give food to people to increase your loyalty, transport goods back and forth between your provinces. Uh, you also could do diplomacy commands of ally, and negotiate. Uh, which is a secret mission during the province to either try to get them to defect to you or sir um, you know or make them surrender. Uh um, um and you can also do sabotage missions. No um, no uh,
2: assassinations in this game.
1: <laughs> correct. Yeah. Shame.
2: So. <laughs> uh, they totally yeah, nerfed that.
1: Yeah, but you can also like plunder. Um Plunder you know, well can also, help, which is right. So Yes. Yeah, and then you have your vassal commands, which you are talking commands, uh, 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 vassal commands, uh, vassal commands, which we just talking about earlier. Um, you know, like the viewing uh, the viewing provinces, viewing units, uh, changing the ch- changing the lords, the lords in your provinces, and trusting, and also and also searching, uh, which is something that, uh, Aaron already talked about here, the, the the usefulness of like search command. So,
2: yeah, that search command uh, it's it's used to search for the fifth unit of another country, and it's that's what you think is the only thing that it's really good for. Um, but I, th- I think what people don't realize is that you can search other territories, and then sometimes you will actually find... Um, you can't search your own territories, but when you search the enemy's territories, sometimes you'll find these special items that can give giant stat boosts, which can really change the game.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. So... Yeah, and you know the manual makes no mention at all like about those, so that's like definitely a like,
2: very uh, hidden feature of the game. Yeah, that's something that you just sort of r- stumble into because I even saw mm. someone's review of the game where they're like, "Oh, here's something I don't like about the game: this search command is completely useless." And I'm like, reading, it like, "Wait a minute, no, the search command's great if you're using it correctly." But I have <laughs> played other Koei games where they do have commands in the game. Where it's like, you know how Nobunaga's ambition—they—they they have the assassination command, which is really helpful. But then, like, I was playing Genghis Khan, which has some of the same commands. But if you try, I—I I never ever got the assassination command to work in that game ever. So there's certain. I never played Genghis Khan. Yeah, so Genghis I don't Khan even know. is is another cool strategy game with a lot yeah. of inter- interesting elements to it. But man, oh man, there there are certain commands in the game that are just completely useless. Thankfully, <laughs> in Gemfire, they've pared it down enough. Um, to be- bare bones commands, really. Right. There's, I mean, yeah. no. I'm trying to think about the command I probably use the least. It's probably Sabotage, because I think I'd rather just go and attack the territory head-on, or if or they're weak plunder. enough. Plunder, yeah. If they're weaker yeah. than you, um, that really helps. And and I guess I you know what I also don't really do a lot of. I like having direct control, um, so I don't use a lot of the familial leadership. You know, I don't give territories to family members all that much. I do a lot of direct control. Um, that makes sense. Which you know, hey, if, if if you want this to be more of a role playing experience, go for it. Uh, it, it, it is sort of, they, they pick and choose certain things from, like, Nobunaga's Ambition and Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, I think, uh, and maybe Romance of the Three Kingdoms, you can take family members and assign them to territories or people, you know, mm-hmm. your generals. Yeah. yeah. And this is right. this, the same same idea. And they have different stats, right? So they have, like, a, a leadership stat, and they have a health stat, and a, I think a battle stat. And so you can like change out leaders if if you have a territory or something that's you know not performing as well.
1: Right. Exactly. So. What did uh, you just post in Discord here? It is a uh, that is a that is a, a copy of two of some of the pages of some of the pages of the, uh, the, the, the version like this game. Um. So the Japanese uh manual. Are you trying uh, to show us a legal contraband? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sorry. I'm trying to show you a glaring error like in that manual. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh-huh. You told me about this. And oh, I, I, I see. I didn't it.
2: actually follow up on that. I was looking at the manual, but I did not see that. Some,
1: yeah, somebody somebody screwed up. the uh, screwed up like this manual preparation. That's all I can say. My favorite
2: <laughs> button on the
0: SNES controller is the C button. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Yeah, somebody. somebody <laughs> oh, somebody... no. Somebody clearly oh, took the Genesis, the Genesis no. version of the controls That's and put them hilarious. over as your S rear. <laughs> I just had to so figure out the, the controls. C button,
0: the X button, or the Y button. Oh, boy. Uh,
1: well, luckily, 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 the controls are correct at the start of the manual. So, yeah. Uh, it is the. So, so, it, so it is the. um uh, Actually, 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 it's neither. It's the. um Like uh, the A button, George. Oh, okay. But, then. Uh, so. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, the battle, the, the battle, the battle screen in these games also is also, is also, is also simplified compared to the other, compared to many of the Kauai games. Uh, it's a smart map. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you don't have many obstacles, uh, 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 obstacles, obstacles in the map. Yeah, I mean, it's not, um, not as many, not, you know, not as many trees, not as many walls, that kind of stuff. Uh, battles battles can only last for five days in this, in this game, compared to like thirty days, thirty days like in the Nobunaga ambition and uh, some of the other like Kauai games. So, um, so you have that like your benefit. Otherwise, you know, otherwise the rules are the same. Uh, the attacker needs to capture the enemy's flag. Uh, 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 the defender needs to either uh, hold it out, hold it out for five days, or they need to like destroy all the enemy fighting units, uh, uh, like force them. Uh, they force him to retreat. So uh, there's also some very, uh, well, they're nice at first, That uh, the battle animations that they uh Oh, I uh, turn them off you, after a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're fun for a while, but they get boring after that. But, you know, they are nice. I yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. out of three versions
2: right. I've played extensively, uh, the SNES version does have the nicest battle animations because they. Right. it's not just like a black screen on the bottom. Um, they did actually put effort into drawing right. something there. Uh, unlike the other versions, so it's it's not bad. Too time sp- consuming.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, speaking about time. You also, uh, uh, uh if the battle, uh, if the battle outcome is obviously uh, uh, is obviously decided, you can, also, uh, you can also, put the battle like an auto, uh,
2: and just uh, um, say yeah. The, in this game, not not uh, so recommended. I've tried it. Uh, uh, I I wouldn't do that just in general mm. with any game, really. Well, yeah. unless you with this game especially because there's not like a clear line of attack like in in Nobunaga's ambition yeah I could do that if I poured all my soldiers into one unit and I knew they were just going to attack head-on I mean that would make sense but in this one you still have to employ a little bit of strategy to get your archers to shoot over a wall and to get your, you know, cavalry going a certain way and maybe your your gem going another way. Right. So. The AI in this game no. is not the smartest. <laughs> no. No.
1: But it can still kick your ass again. Yes. So. Yeah, no, the numbers
2: <laughs> game, definitely. Especially if you get so, invaded after... by someone with a dragon and you do not have a dragon or a comparable unit to defend, they will kick your butt, and that's when I reload. <laughs> it's funny, <laughs> right?
0: It's funny when you can outsmart them. So Ooh, like, yeah, there have been a couple of situations where I had nowhere n- near the amount of units I should have, and they attacked, or even sometimes I attacked. You know, uh, it's just <laughs> just how it works. But um, you know that happens, and then like I just make them clear up their uh, their camp. And then I just run into it I'm like, Hey, I got your flag! And they're like, Oh no, we have to give up now! So that's fun, especially when they have a dragon. It's like, Hmm. And you just run around the dragon. I got your flag, Mr. Dragon.
1: Yeah, sacrifice a unit for the dragon and like sending the cavalry around to like, you know, take the flag. Like, you know, it's funny times. because it's like this game,
0: like when you get into the battles, it almost seems like the most intense and the most dire game of like capture the flag, where like people are dying just to just to take this
1: yes. flag. <laughs> that flag is so critical. So after the battle, we have your usual like you know post battle, a uh, 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 post battle post battle results. Um, you know, obviously if you attack you in the province. Uh, you know um, if it's the last if it's the last province that a family has, uh, you defeat them and get you you defeat them and gain their gem if they have one. Uh, if you capture a ruler, you have three options. You either can try to recruit them, which is difficult, but it can't happen. Uh, you can release them, which basically just uh, 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 which basically just just sends them sends them away to fight you fight you again like some other time, uh, 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 or you can banish them off the island forever, uh,
2: so, 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 which kicks them out of the game forever good. Which essentially means that you killed them. Right, and, yeah, and it's so, funny, because yeah. they took this from Genghis Khan, and Genghis Khan, it was literally, even the NES version that I played, Yeah, it's like, it was, you could try to recruit them, you could release them, or you could straight up kill them, and what the game would say was, my blood is on your hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But in right.
2: this one, it's like, oh, you're just going to send them off, you know, you're going to banish them off to a tiny island somewhere. Mm. <laughs> Um,
1: oh, uh, just real quick, just to add on something that you uh, uh, I mean, wondering about earlier era. Uh, yes. Uh, the, the the back of this manual does actually include like the back of this manual does actually like, include an ad for Uncharted Waters. Uh, that game is part of the role Plane series.
2: Oh, I thought it was. Man, so what else is part of the Imagination series then?
1: Uh, not much. I think probably the I think the was it I Nindo think the Nintendo part of that series uh i don't remember uh, george do you remember if that one i don't uh i mean that I'm was pretty, a role-playing I, game i don't remember
2: I, yeah, but, yeah. yeah
1: i'm pretty sure that the that the airbiz games are probably the are probably our probably imagination
2: that's interesting yeah planes aren't real
1: <laughs> well apparently now well the they're main, like
2: flying dragons right yeah. of a certain type
1: yeah <laughs> plus that Plus, plus time to record. This is a very like popular meme going around like the, the airports and air, air, the airports and airplanes because of like, recent events. But you know, we will get into that. Uh, well, but- of
0: course, we had planes in the 1800s. Come on, <laughs> guys. Come on, don't be silly. That's all I'm going to say about Good that. Sir.
1: <laughs> so, uh, as mentioned before, uh, there are four versions of this game that came out here in the West: uh, the NES, Super NES, Genesis, and Genesis, and PC, ver- uh, PC versions. Uh, my first. Uh, uh, my first exposure was the NES version um, so that was the first that um, you know, that was the game I played back when it was new I did not play the Super NES version of this game until several years later uh, when I was in, um, in grad school like playing it um, and really heavily getting into emulation uh, of Super NES games so
2: um,
1: uh, Aaron did you say did you say you had some experience, some experience like the PC version of this game
2: yeah. Uh not when it originally came out, but I did you can play the DOS version online pretty easily. There's like right. an abandoned site. And yeah, I think Is it not on archive? Um, uh, it might be. I didn't check on there first, but okay. it was I was able to easily play it in DOS box online. Hmm. And uh it like it was solid. I liked playing the game yeah. with a mouse. The only problem was there was no I, I liked the music in the game. And there was no music. Yeah.
0: I didn't realize there were other websites that, like you, yeah, emulate games in the browser.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So the yep, oh, yep. So the DOS version of this game is pretty limited. The DOS version is the DOS version is the only version. the only version that that that, that actually that actually missing features. Uh, the NES, Genesis, Super NES versions all basically play the same. They all have the same features. Uh, the only difference between them is just the differences between them is just a typical typical stuff you can graphical find in this time fidelity. 3, like you
2: go, yeah, different. Yeah, grap- sound chips right exactly
1: so but yeah so uh the graphics the, the graphics this game are very good I think I uh, uh, I mean I mean I mean I mean they're not I mean they're not super fancy but they don't have to be I mean because it's a fancy game I mean like you know they get the job done I mean I mean this is nice. one of those games yeah, where
0: so. it's just like essentially the graphics are a placeholder because yeah the main game is all about the, you know, what's written in the code.
1: Well, some of the units look very nice. Uh, I mean, especially the battle, yeah, anima- yeah. Uh, I, the battle animations. Um, you know, so uh, the intro, you know, the intro endings are very well done. Um, you know, the character parkers look nice. Nothing wrong there. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. the character
2: portraits in Koei games, whoever does their character portraits, they've always done a pretty great job. Uh, even in, like, this, you know, complete fantasy and... Do you think that that person is still working there? Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't know who's still from the original team working on those games anymore.
0: They're complaining every day about this weird Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> Can uh, we go back to the strategy games now? No. Never.
1: Well, well, nobody has never. the mission... But Nobunaga's ambition still around. Yeah, so, that um, actually got a release. I still PS4 haven't, I still haven't played that.
0: Yeah, so, sitting in my steam. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, just real there's quick, there's blade storm. That's kind of strategy.
2: So like with Nobunaga's ambition, uh Westerners got <laughs> got a taste of that game again, especially kids, when it teamed up with Pokemon, and there was Pokemon oh, yeah. Conquest, which was like yep. kind of blowing kids' minds, like not knowing what these Koei <laughs> games were all about and they mix it with Pokemon and and that's their first taste of you know the Nobunagas ambition strategy style. So that's that's interesting. Well
1: well well you know like George George's first koi game was Dynasty Warrior game, right?
2: Uh probably
1: yeah so I mean that's many people's big experience. It uh, you, that makes You turn to Koei these days because like because the uh, Koei... Technically, 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 you know, te- you know technically, it's uh, Tecmo technical Koei because the two companies merged like a while back. But, um, you know, but uh, yeah, Dynasty Warriors is still their bread and butter. Well,
0: when I started playing their games, there yeah. wasn't a merger then.
1: Yeah, no, the merger happened was, about like, ten years ago. So. That
0: was after my time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so the graphics of this game are like quite are, are quite nice. They're decent. So, um, I game? love
0: that they merged. Now you can play as uh, Ryu Hayabusa <laughs> and. In uh, uh oh geez, why am I drawing a blank? Ah, uh, DOA six. The, uh, yeah. Nope, that's not the game I was talking about. Well, but that... that Lord is the is Orochi.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, but so what? I, so what? I and so one of, the, I think I think for example one of the best things in this game and Aaron's and Aaron is very is very is very uh, qualified to talk about this. Um.
0: He's got a PhD. <laughs> um, Piled I've higher forgotten. and deeper. That's <laughs> <laughs> So
1: so yeah, so I think that one of the best gems in this game yes. uh uh-huh, um is a uh, you know, I've forgotten how good the music is. Yeah. The soundtrack um the soundtrack uh, the the soundtrack of this game is excellent.
2: Yeah, I think it's great. It, it maybe it can't hold up to like, you know, SquareSoft RPGs of the time. Um Oh, of course not. but, uh, but it, it it's, does, it's a really it solid it's, a, it's got a unique soundtrack and it doesn't sound like but other koey yeah, games based
1: can. right so right so uh, yeah so like um the soundtrack the, the, the soundtrack is actually the soundtrack is actually so popular that they actually they used to that they actually they released a cd in japan as like no they do that with like every game but 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 but, but orchestrated music
2: yeah there's actually oh hey yo
1: yeah um, I shared a link to this like in our like in our, uh, like our uh, pre chat uh, pre chat Facebook chat. Yeah, I was checking that
2: out. It was pretty yeah. neat to I hear. that one. The different arrangements yeah. of these tunes.
1: Yep, done by an actual orchestra, and it sounds great. So, but uh, yeah, you, yeah. If you listen to the game, if you visit the music, like in all three versions, the NES, Super NES, and Genesis, you know they all. They all take advantage. They all take advantage of that system's hardware the best they can. I just, just think stupid that you know, I just just think Super version sounds the best because it has the best sound chip. Um, so because it really has a very has a very rich orchestral like orchestral sound to it because that
2: it really lends itself sound well to this style of game. Right. Exactly. right. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Not to knock. Yeah. Not to knock the NES or Genesis or Genesis versions of the music. If the music, to the, these the, the systems, they sound fine. No, they're um, all terrible. But going um,
2: get off my show
0: But Hey, it's our show. <laughs>
1: get off our get show. You get off of it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you know, I compared to many other yeah, I compared to many other Ko e games, there's actually there's actually there's actually a lot of there's actually a lot of music in this game because you have you have the opening uh because you have the opening because you have the opening tune, which is great, probably one of my favorites. You have the main menu, uh sorry, you have the you have the you have the, you have the game setup music. You have music for all four seasons—spring, summer, winter, and fall. You have four combat music, four four combat music, four combat music pieces that they randomly play during the game. Uh, and the dragon and also the Pesha also get their own unique uh, uh, pieces. So there's actually this. So, 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 so compared to the Koi games, there's actually like a lot of music in here.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a good yeah. point because there are. Some Koei games, uh, especially earlier ones, where you know, as much as I like playing Nobunaga's Ambition, oh man, uh, especially the yeah. earlier ones where it's just like the same right, tunes over and over again. <laughs> and it, it got better as it went on, uh, where they'd have like specific themes for s- specific generals. But right, yep. I think this one has a nice blend of of different tunes and things that. You know, there's more than one battle theme I've noticed. I don't know what triggers yeah. different battle music to play. I don't know if it's depending on who you bring to battle with you uh, as far as yeah, a gen goes sure. or a normal battle. I don't know what the conditions are, but it, it's pretty neat. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure either. Yeah. The only ones they tell you for sure is the dragon has its own piece. Uh, you know... Like in the Pasha, the water, the water, the, 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 the water spirit also has his own piece. It's like a battle. So uh, those things ones, I can tell you for sure, they actually
2: have their own like unique, uh, uh, unique editions. And Falcor, you the know? luck dragon, he has his own theme also. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about Never the Ending yep. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh I just watched Jeez. Stranger Things and that, that song ties into uh Oh yeah. Yes. I forget about that. Uh, it yep. Ties yeah. into the latest yeah. series. And I'm reading the never ending story to my kids right now. So oh, okay. <laughs> double <laughs> So perfect timing. Perfect timing. Yeah, exactly.
1: So um so George, I'm interested to hear about your experiences with experiences with this game because I know that you've been um um because you probably have the least experience of Koai games than like the three of us, so uh, I'm curious. I'm curious to hear hear from you how difficult you found this game, uh, trying to, like you know like pay up and play it.
0: Uh, honestly, I did not like 100% try with this game, and I didn't. I I made a couple of mistakes that were pretty stupid, but otherwise, I don't think this game actually is too too difficult. You just have to have the patience. To really play you know what i mean
1: right yeah yeah so and and the, even though um, i've
2: been saying that it's a, probably an easier code strategy game to get into looking at that manual kind of yeah it's still complex for yeah. someone who's never played one of these games and the fact that there's no tool tips you know it's super nintendo or <laughs> yeah, sega genesis yeah, whatever you're yeah. playing it on there's no tool tips so you're just right. gonna see a picture of swords you just gotta
0: feel it out. yeah
2: or you're gonna be like okay what do these stats mean because i I see a picture of gold i understand that that looks like a loaf of bread i get that soldiers maybe banners you might not understand that that's loyalty props you might get and then you might understand castle defense maybe i did that was the one i didn't understand so like you guys were talking about loyalty
0: and everything like in the facebook chat and I was like, all right, let me start this game up and everything. And oh hey, there's flags. And I understand like bread's gotta be like food supply, yes. you know, stuff like that, so on and so forth. So I kind of deducted that. Did you figure out how to raise the your loyalty? Or whatever though? for loyalty. Yeah, yeah, you gotta <laughs> give food. Yeah, I, cause I was like, I was like looking through. I, you know, since it doesn't tell you how thing, what things are, what not. I was like, all right, what's this button, these these swords? Okay, you do stuff with your soldiers and whatnot. What's this one? Okay, give food. <laughs> okay, it's gotta be important if it's a button. Right. What does it do? Give 20 food. Okay, I got more banner points. Okay, that must be loyalty. Because if I gave food to people, they'd probably like me. Yeah, and if they like <laughs> so. you
2: enough, then you'll get good events. Whereas I think, Probably. I'm trying to remember in other Koei games, the loyalty stat can, it, I think it figures in in a few other things here. but It, it does. Yeah, uh, so. I know in, like in Nobunaga's Ambition, your loyalty will help you with battles, I, I want to say. Uh, it'll help you when you're trying to ally with other territories. Because uh, if you don't have any loyalty, then no one's going to want to ally with you. So. Right.
0: Um. You and I were talking, Aaron, yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're talking on strategy. I think. And just. Yeah, but we we were also talking about um, like I I said that this game kind of reminds me of uh Dynasty Warriors Empires, yeah. which is another ko type of uh, type of deal. Yeah, because you. And uh, yeah. it, it it it's it still kind of does like it, it's like Dynasty Warriors Empires. It's certainly gotten better over time. Because, like, the first one was, like, kind of, like, eh, in a sense. But, like, as it goes on, like, it started getting a little more deeper and so on and so forth. And, um, yeah, it just, like, it, it's so weird to, like, look at the two games because this one's how old now? and It's kind of a know, through the, line the of newest... a lot of
2: Koei strategy games, though, where you can sort of trace yeah. that, that lineage all the way back to Nobunaga's ambition or, like, pieces of it's gameplay. It's just so weird that um they still you know they still
0: follow through with the koai-esque you know strategy game stuff even even in the dynasty warriors umpires right because that one combines it's It's nowhere near it's nowhere near near as difficult because also it's dynasty warriors so like if you're not very good at strategy you can still (laughs) basically brute force your way through if you can play uh, you know Dynasty Warriors pretty yeah. well, but
2: but they give you a map, right? Still, it's like a, a, a world conquest yeah, map yeah. uh, of yep. ancient China. And you've got to... there's different scenarios yeah. that you play through,
0: and some of them are different. Uh, I think the newer ones are more based off of uh, you're your own person, and you could take you can take on like uh, like you could take on missions like a mercenary, and then at some point you get troops and. And then you build yourself up and then you can either uh, join somebody and they will give you land or you can take it forcefully and start your own thing and so on and so forth. So the scenarios where, you know, um, you you know, oh, you got to fight off, you know, this one faction, all all that kind of crap. And it's kind of like based off of uh, history loosely. And then there's just like a free, like a free mode where you just go on and. Do what you want. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I
2: think I think that's cool. You know what's interesting? What what GemFire also reminded me of, uh, sort of an analogous, uh, if that's the word I want to use. So you know how there's like the long running Civilization series, like Sid Meier's Civilization. Yep. Well, at some point they wanted to attract more players to that style of gameplay, so they put out Civilization Revolution. Which pared right. down a lot of the and, and it was, I think, the first Civilization game that I ever actually beat. And so it got mm. me wanting to play the more hardcore. You ones. can
0: play that within a, like a few hours right. or something. Not even. It, and, which is the whole yeah, point,
2: I, Right. Yeah. And, and so it's kind yeah, of. Yeah. I, I don't really. A coffee break it, like, type game.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's bad. I just don't. I'm not super keen on it anymore. Like back then, when I first got it, sure it was like really cool and all that, but like it just it just didn't feel fulfilling enough. It didn't feel I don't know if two was much satisfying because you I, you, just, I... you just get to the end and it's just like eh, yeah. it's a little too easy. It, yeah, and it is a little too easy. easy the way that, that the one. diplomacy
2: works and yeah, but I I guess wh- why I was thinking about that was that maybe they shaved off too many corners. <laughs> in that game, yeah. but Gemfire, I think, is still... They made a second one of those yeah, as well. Yeah, what they did yeah, yes, was they yeah, removed yeah. the first one from stores, and then they just kept the second one. Yep. And then I think you could still get the first one on like PSP or, or DS. Whatever. Well, it's...
0: it's uh, The first one's on uh, last generation consoles. Yeah, it wasn't... It, it, it was it on like
2: 360, I remember. Yep, yeah, I, have, I have that one. Yep. And so, yeah, I, I introduced it to someone who wasn't really good at strategy games or hadn't played too many, and he got pretty hooked on it. Yeah, that's definitely a good uh, like a good introduction. Those are one of
0: the good games to start off on.
2: Yeah, and and so yeah. and on that same token, I think that this game shaves off some of the harder edges of these old school Koei strategy games. It still teaches you
0: that they can be pretty complex. Oh, yeah.
2: Right, yeah.
0: But it's certainly not as daunting.
2: No, I mean, you're not worried about... No. Like, (laughs) for instance, in Genghis Khan, you get three turns per season, and they throw in all these stats like, oh, every time you do something, it drives down your personal stats. So you have to go into your personal menu and, like, train your main character... And I hate that. I
0: hate any game that has like degeneration of stats if you're not like training or whatever. Yeah.
2: And that game, (laughs) like it, especially when you go to war, it'll drain some of your stats that you have to build back up. And you have to be smart (laughs) about it. And I I got used to it. And I think it's a pretty cool game now. But at first, I was just like, what is going on? Like, might My- you ever play that <laughs> game, uh Punch Club? Yeah, I've, I've paid, I yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: So, Punch Club, yeah, Punch Club is uh it's an indie <clears throat> game. It's like um, it's kind of like a strategy RPG kind of. I don't know how to explain. It. It's like a like a strategy simulation yeah. RPG kind of type game, and uh, you you train up to be like a, a like a, a boxer or MMA fighter type of guy and there's a few different story paths that you can follow, but the main part of the game with that is the stat degeneration. So you have to be constantly training, but they added a mode that, and, and this is how I played through the game because I really didn't like losing the stats. And they really, they really don't suggest that you play through it like this, but there's a mode that you could play where your stats don't degenerate, but it makes the game way too easy. <laughs> and it was very upsetting because I didn't want to play without the degeneration. But also playing without the degeneration just made you some kind of like god, um, and uh, I think actually I don't I haven't heard about the sequel in a while, but they did say the sequel they weren't gonna have the degeneration, they were gonna make it, they were gonna you know balance it out with that because the game wasn't balanced with the with that certain mode. But uh, yeah, I just I just really don't like games that, that do that that degenerate your stats. <laughs> if,
2: so, really so we got to keep you away from the first Genghis Khan. Con- I think the second one on Super Nintendo. Probably uh, <laughs> they they did do away with some of that aspect, if I remember right. Land of the Grey Wolf. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's
1: a game I had also as a kid. That's a good game. Oh, you know,
2: it's a very very good game, but awesome. Yeah, I and and I don't fault you at all, George, for you know maybe not. I, I, I get the feeling, though, that you probably enjoyed playing this one a little more than Nobunaga's Ambition when you guys covered it.
0: Yeah. Also, Nobunaga's Ambition, like, we covered that a while ago, so it's, it, like, I've kind of changed with how I play video games and what I like and whatnot, Yeah, so, and, and,
2: and that... Uh,
0: I should probably go back and give that another fair shake. I shade. think if you've... Like, I didn't hate it. Yeah, I think if, you, but, if you've
2: mastered... Yeah. Once you master the gameplay of this... Nobunaga's ambition becomes much easier to manage, especially like when I, you understand. Okay, maybe I should start the game as Nobunaga because he has like the best advantage right? and the best stats, <laughs> and he can just yeah. sort of go to town with with almost anybody.
0: Yeah. Also, like I've certainly gotten more patient with games as well. So there's that. I've definitely been playing a lot more strategy type I games. I have too. I think
2: it was just like that whole kick of. Oh man, I want to go back and play Koei games again for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, I'm playing modern ones too. Uh, And there's like Total War. uh, I've got Crusader Kings 2 that I haven't tried. I've got so many of these modern ones I haven't tried yet. Oh, (laughs) jeez. As I open yeah, up a can like, of worms? You know I'm
0: Playing like Stellaris and Yeah, oh certainly. Oh yeah. Well like you know, uh Crusader Kings 2 is sitting in my Steam library. There's a Crusader That is King, so hard to get Crusader into Crusader
2: Kings 2. I think what a lot of people end up doing is it's they do like so the total conversion to good, uh, Game of Thrones and play it that way.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> I don't even know anything about that, so <laughs> but um
2: yeah, I my favorite part is the to- the
0: tutorial is like Here's the scenario for you. Like do whatever you like you could follow what we, we we tell you to do or you could just do whatever you want and it'll almost be like a sandbox and and the first thing I did uh and I I joke you not uh the first thing I did was plot to kill my mother. <laughs> uh, and it was a whole conspiracy. Oh, and yeah. I need to see I need to see the end of uh like, I, I tried talking to, like, a few other people, and they're like, oh, I'm not going to, to join your plot of assassinating your mother.
2: So. <laughs> they get really in-depth with that. And I know they do. With oh, it. yeah. In Koei games now, <laughs> It too. certainly does. In Koei games, there's a lot more stuff, uh, scenario-type things. that, Like, with Gemfire, you can see mm. where they give you the, the outline of a good story. And they sort of make you fill yeah. in the blanks. Right. Whereas in a exactly. more modern so. strategy game or a modern co game, they will give you cutscenes, and they'll give you these targeted, smaller campaigns or scenarios where you get to reenact. But stuff they'll also from make it
0: easier for you to find stats on like what you need to know. Yes.
1: True. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: you know, so they'll give you the reports of like the very important stuff, but then you can go into a menu and take a look at a lot of other stuff which is very
2: nice and so what's interesting um about Gemfires that like yeah it, it's kind of it's kind of halfway in halfway out where you can literally yeah. view any territory's stats without costing a turn which i think is great because you couldn't do that in other games Oh yeah. you couldn't do that oh, nobunaga's yeah. ambition it would cost you a turn oh To Mm -hmm. view someone else's stats, you'd have to go send a spy out. And this one, you can just view stats all day long. But it would be nice to be able to like have a mouse or something like a tooltip where you could hover over a territory and get a get the stats of that country or see like an overall. Yeah. It it doesn't give you like the full number crunch, right? It doesn't give you like, oh, here's an average or here's like all their. all of this uh, territories of uh, this kingdom, that sort of thing. Probably it's because the system. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's probably because, because the game didn't really have the the space for. Yeah, yeah it's port. For, most so. of these early Koei games are ports uh, right. from an eight-bit machine, which had limited right. yes. memory.
1: So uh, there's another. So so are another Koei cool, game I recommend. It's actually like, you know fairly easy to pick up and play uh, alongside this one, uh, which what people have not. Uh, 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 we, we people we, are not aware of because the only version of the game we got here in the West was on the NES. Um, but you know, uh, I also think that uh, on but another uh, like they pretty easy co game to, to to play. Uh would be like, you know, like Lee Emperor, uh, like the NDS, which is a, Nobunaga's, uh, sorry, which is a, uh, which is a Novanese Mission light. Your plane is, uh, like Napoleon. Yeah. Uh, Napoleonic Wars. I think that one, uh, so.
2: the battle system is based on, I think Romance of the Kingdoms, uh, the Three Kingdoms 2. A simplified version of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, okay. So that one's so. a little easier to get into. I remember owning that. One. I felt like, man, I was the only one who owned that game when I was a kid. <laughs> I I knew no one else. They're like, no, it's a fun it, it was a fun game. Uh, I was not very good yeah, at what's it. What's your favorite
0: yeah, game? game? Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Well, <laughs> Lamper was like... What do you like, Johnny? I like Hubert. What do you like? <laughs> Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And you're like, what? But Lamper
1: was like, hey, wait.
2: I didn't even realize It's about game. ancient China. Read a book. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so like the emperor is like, his, um, you know, the uh, emperor helps you a lot because like uh, the uh because like it mirrors Napoleon's real life in the sense that, uh, in the first in the first half of the you're game. You're set up to fail. No, uh, you only control. Uh-oh. No, like you only control yourself because like uh, uh oh uh, uh, because like Napoleon was Napoleon was only general to start with, so it's like you know you only have so like you only command like of your of your army. And that's it. So your options, your two like your game options are limited. So, so, so in that sense, in that sense, it kind of makes it easier for you because you're like, well, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. You except to, you have to either like beg, beg France for help, uh, or go attack. So, um, uh,
0: both you- at the same time. <laughs> France, I need help. I'm attacking somebody that's stronger than me. <laughs>
2: But so, yeah, hey,
0: that Napoleon guy, maybe we should cut contact with him. <laughs> He's always asking for troops, not giving us anything. So, here's nah. what
2: I remember too about that game that we haven't talked about in Gemfire. You can pick advisors, <laughs> and I think Lane Perez had, you could, you had could, advisors yeah. Yeah. in that game also. But it, advisors can, it really doesn't matter who you pick, they give yeah. you the flavors of the same information, which is just like, oh, you should attack this territory, they're kind of ripe for it. At first, it's helpful, but after a while, like I just stopped listening to their advice altogether.
0: A, yeah, there's I I I didn't know what to do with choosing an advisor, so I just chose a random one, and it just so happens I chose the one that was like a pacifist that wanted to do <laughs> yes. that wanted to like have peace. Yeah. And like good luck with this it game. It's like well, the first thing I did was attack somebody, so. <laughs>
2: And then the Joker uh, like yeah. tells you, uh, or the the Riddler or the the Jester. That's what it's, it's the the Jester. The Riddler, yes. the Riddler's in
0: this. He game. went back in time. Oh man! <laughs> but Batman's chasing <laughs> him. Uh,
2: but yeah, the Jester uh. will give you riddles, basically, or the, or give you rhymes. Strategy. Yeah, flavor tax. Oh, I would. Yeah.
0: I would hate that. I would. I would put him on the pike right away. <laughs> hey, I need help. I don't need a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait. Okay. This is what I want to know. What kind of king would use the jester as as a an advisor?
2: Well, I'm actually reading a book series right now. Oh yeah, called the. It's called. Um, I'm trying to remember the actual name of it, but it's it's about this. Uh, it's it's the Assassin's Apprentice series, and yeah, it turns out that there's a a court fool, who actually has the power of. Uh, it's I think it's the Far trilogy, but this fool, actually has the ability, to see things in the future. So he's so, sort of the king's secret advisor Because he's the lowest among men But they don't realize he's not just a dummy Like, you know, he's got this <laughs> hidden ability Weird Yeah So hey, it's possible Yeah, I guess so It's fantasy, anything's okay. possible yep. So, uh right. Right Yep
1: So, uh Gem Fire, like many of the op games, did not really get much attention when it first came out. Um, Makes you know, like, sense. So I mean, NES one so, especially. Yeah. I feel like
2: like it's hard. It was yeah. hard for me to find many reviews of the NES version.
1: Well, the NES version also came out late, 1992. So I yeah, so there. Uh, 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 reason for it but yeah so i only found one review for this uh, uh, one review of Superman's version of this game uh, that came out that came out that came out temporarily like when the game was originally released uh, and that was in uh you know that was in like tenna power like all places so um uh, you know they gave the game like a 3 out of 5 so uh modern reviews uh, modern reviews are, are are higher than that it's the average the, the average the average rating on uh, average rating these days seems to be about like a 3.7 out of 5
2: what it, what it seems to me hmm. is that <laughs> you look at reviews of Koei games of the time and you can literally <laughs> fill in the blank with the name of the Koei game and the review because they would all sort of review the same way, which is, well, if you like Koei games, they have a new <laughs> game for you. That's how that goes nowadays. Yes. <laughs> where the reviewer sometimes is just frustrated because they've got to review another Koei game and you can kind of hear it. If you like Dynasty Warriors, oh, this game is for you. And, but if you're a Dynasty uh, Warriors head, you know, then you're going to understand the nuances and the mechanics that have changed and the minutia. Right, exactly.
1: So, but oh, yeah. this is Koei, yeah, Koei so- games
2: are kind of like sports games in a way where there are fundamental things that change but sometimes it's just a yearly especially with like the Nobunaga games or the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdom games it's a new update a new year they've made some tweaks but someone looking from the outside might not necessarily notice what else changed. Unless
0: you add an open world that feels very
2: empty. <laughs> Unless you combine <laughs> Nobunaga's ambition with uh, an idle game which they did do once. Wait, did they? Yes. There is a No One Ambition Idol game. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, yeah, there was also there was also a ma- a, a weird mashup and a weird mashup between a um Oh god, what was it? Um Oh, um uh you you already mentioned you already mentioned one strange Pokémon mashup earlier, but there's another I I mean there's another like Pokémon mashup that was done with like Oh, I don't remember what the hell it was mashed up with now. Shoot, but yeah, so... You, 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 you
2: choose, like, strange mashups, mashups every now and then. That might make more sense in Japan than they do over here.
1: Probably, yeah. So I, I mean, still
2: really wish that we got that,
0: uh, and it's not Koei, but, but whatever. been a I'm lot of, like, guys anyway. I still,
2: crossovers, I know that. Sorry, go ahead, George.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still wish that we got that uh, Yakuza uh, game that takes place back in oh, ancient Japan. Oh, there's, like,
2: two of those, right? They're working on the,
0: I think so. Yeah. They're working on. Uh, so, some team is working on, uh, translating it oh, because yes. PS3 emulations are things. Yes, and so, I
2: I am definitely hyped for that. It's,
0: really, yeah, I am too. It's really hard to use though. Um, oh man, it takes up a lot of resources and also like, the games that are like supported really well still still crash. Well, I'd imagine Koei
2: strategy games would run okay on. <laughs> later <laughs> i don't know we'd have to look it up it's true yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so um so so the game i'm sure did not get a very big print run but despite that prices for this game nowadays on ebay are actually pretty you know pretty reasonable like all things considered uh because this game to be, this game's kind of become a cult favorite um you know like you look on like, really uh, yeah, yeah, you look online and most reviews are very positive. most people like um um you know the YouTube, the YouTube comments about the uh, YouTube videos about this game like are very like a very positive. Uh, by the way, uh, there are some there are some very good how to play this game uh, YouTube guides out there for people who are interested in getting to the game nowadays, uh, which are very helpful. Um, but but, uh, but yeah, a lot a lot, of, a lot of folks a lot of folks don't like this game. Uh, they also wish for the, you know they also wish it was like like more modern version of it out there, which like, would be fun. So, but, I think uh, so I mean I
2: like fun yeah yeah I like fun too and I, I think <laughs> I'm glad you agree <laughs> there's enough interest in fantasy games lately and this would sort of fill a niche that's not really being serviced all that much but then right, again true. I also yeah, think that so. this this is the type of game that would work really well on something like the Nintendo switch. Or especially the Switch or the 3DS, if it really has to be adapted to the controls well, though. That's what you need. Like with with the Switch, having some touch input would be nice. But then having like some shortcuts that you could use the shoulder buttons or whatever you want to do. I think giving the option either or would be great. Right. So. And I think there is even like a. There's like a koi strategy game that's been released on Switch but only in Japan.
1: Oh, okay. All right. I'm yeah. Aware of that.
2: And there's Civilization 6 uh, is on Switch, uh which I think actually got pretty decent yeah. reviews. So, I'm kind of interested. I heard it's kind of like uh kind of wonky or something. How is it wonky, <laughs> I wonder.
1: Well, they probably I, had to like I know they had well, to they downscale had to the game. Like, ma- I think they like I
2: think
0: they yeah, I think they kind of compacted the game a little bit. That could make I'm sense. I'm sure they had
1: to because, like, you know, yeah, so, I mean, the graphics probably, yeah, the graphics are probably downsized. <laughs> break you
2: break know, it by hard. I mean, the
0: main point of that game is yeah. not the graphics, so that doesn't yeah. even matter, really. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Honestly, but... like, the Switch is about uh, buying games because you get the portability out of them. So, like, as long as the game runs well and it's not a mess... Like, I mean, at least personally, for me, like, I don't care if the game, as long as the game, like, runs well and it looks decent enough, I, I really don't care because it's about the portability and how easy it is to play basically anywhere.
1: Right, yeah. Which is yeah. awesome
0: because, and I, I know I already talked about this on PlayStation Power, but, you know, you got some of those newer Final Fantasy games on there, Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X-2, Final Fantasy Twelve. You know, and you could play that in a, you know, you could play that with the portability, and that's really awesome that you could do that. I mean, you were able to do that with the the Vita with Final Fantasy X and X2, but. Right. Not the other Final Fantasy games, so. And on top of that, the Switch is getting like special versions of of things too. Like, uh, Square Enix put out that. secret of mana collection thing recently and oh, uh, yeah. hey we got it we got a game that wasn't released over here before in that collection that's true and uh it's like a redid F- fantasy star and put that on the switch so that's awesome hmm.
1: what's weird about all that yeah it's pretty cool so yeah, yeah. Uh, so i yeah yeah i'll get to switch eventually uh it looks like it, it it does look like nintendo is coming out with an updated version of it so i'm pre- uh, i'd rather t- yeah, I started to code out for that. I hate
0: how they do that now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it you know, everybody does it so. I
0: wonder what I wonder what the new feature on that one's gonna be.
1: Probably a better processor.
0: It's very annoying because when the new 3DS came out, it's just like, why can't I just play SNES games on my regular 3DS? <laughs> the processor. So.
2: Not not as yeah, uh, so. well attuned, I guess
0: apparently it could play 3d games but it can't play SNES games go figure that yeah yeah (laughs) this is true (laughs) all
2: right so
1: uh this actually this actually had some of the fewest copies fewest copies available uh on ebay that i've seen which is why i said which supports my uh, argument that the the argument the game did not get a very big print run uh however like i said the prices of this game on there are pretty modest which is uh uh which also supports the fact this game is probably not you know probably not uh probably, um you'll know, probably has a very, like you know cult market like i said before and uh, um it's not like a you know it's not like a huge seller um I only found fourteen copies of the copies of the game currently currently listed with eleven copies of the game that sold recently uh c i b prices these prices in shipping ranging anywhere from twenty dollars to dollars to thirty four dollars uh the cart by itself, which is not bad because' the how small the front uh uh the I mean, you know, how small the run is uh c i b copies those those very wildly because some of the C.I.B.A. copies don't include the poster. The poster was included uh, with the game also, and many of the C I B copies don't uh, 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 don't include that. So C.I.B.A. copies can start anywhere from thirty nine dollars, uh, missing the poster, to uh, to a mint, for, uh, totally complete, even still with the ad, uh, 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 ad still in it, uh, which is
2: over one hundred twenty seven dollars. Wow. So just get it but, on Sega uh, Genesis, yeah. and you will save a lot of money. <laughs> Because I think oh, you can on that? oh it's check it out it's way cheaper on Sega Genesis I think you can get a loose copy for about twenty bucks yeah
1: oh that's this well 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 to be fair that would be fair that's for the Super NES for, uh, uh, version start, version at also so
2: oh for a loose copy uh, yeah. yeah I think right. it, even so. a box copy is not going to be nearly as much as a SNES <laughs> box copy. The NES version is more
1: expensive, 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 of course, because that version, like, uh, I mean, that version, like, uh, I mean, that version, like, is rarer, so.
2: Yeah, I, I used to collect NES, and I never saw that game in the wild. I remember seeing the Sega Genesis one in the wild, but never the NES one.
1: I I only got the game because my mom's connections, like, the video store. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, uh, you know, otherwise, yeah, I, I don't remember seeing the stories either, the story, either, like, for that matter, so. Um, or is it? Or is it you know, sports you remember seeing games like you know, exhibition like Romans three kingdoms so like you know like yeah i don't know like go figure yeah so anyway so uh yeah uh, gemfire very good you know very good game i'm very pleased to see it still holds up very well today uh it's a very good you know it's a very good intro to koai games i think it's a very fun fantasy like fantasy based strategy game which is not bring too many you know too many out there well, uh, definitely the easiest Ko'ai game out of, out of the group to pick, to pick up and play, I think. Uh, still, like, a good game. Um, you know, like, still, um, you know, still having some, still having some, pretty, like, deep gameplay that is known for, uh, without really, without really, like, marrying you in a whole bunch of, like, uh, stats and text and that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, yeah, definitely, like, a fun game. So, uh... You know, Aaron. Um, you, know, I, I, uh, you know, I. You know, I. You know, I know you really like enjoyed this game like a lot too. So you know, otherwise you wouldn't have picked it up at the podcast. So duh. Yeah, but, I mean, uh... I didn't.
2: I didn't. I had a chance to buy it when I was a kid uh, on the Sega Genesis uh, from Hollywood Video. They had a copy of it, but oh, I didn't know okay, how yeah. it compared to. I think what I was trying to compare it to was like Shining Force, and I really couldn't tell oh, just from okay, screenshots. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going yeah. in expecting Shining Force, no, that game is... You'll be, you'll be disappointed. very disappointed. Yeah, because yeah. the combat is... I mean, yeah, this game has the fence building mechanic, which is cool, but you don't have, like, the ability to heal. It hardly works! Yeah, well, fences only work if you have enough troops, and then if you don't, then they only work half the time. Mm. you got to have a high enough troop count. But
0: I've even seen the enemy that had a lot of troops just fail at building a fence. I don't know. These guys need to learn how to actually, like, (laughs) do things in life. They can't can't build a simple fence. But uh, the the
2: long and short of it is that Shining Force probably has a more in-depth, more engrossing battle system. But that's most of the game. Here...
0: I really would rather play Shining Force, to be honest with you.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can get that, but there's still two very different types of games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. so like, if, if you're looking for something that has you managing resources and conquering territories, like I was saying, Risk style, like, I enjoy that type of gameplay, and I, I, I think I'm starting to enjoy it more that I understand these games, but um, right. Shining Force very much holds your hand and... It's a lot easier to get into that game. But I would say there you can still have a very rewarding time with this game once you learn how to play it. Oh, yeah, sure.
1: Yep, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Well, um, you
0: you definitely have to work more towards it.
1: Oh, oh yep, yeah. So, you know, yeah, pick the right family, do the right things, and you certainly can do, uh, uh, um, and you can go, like, a long way to, to you know, Feel a way to make your life easier. It's not
2: like real life. You can choose your family in this game. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway, so, um, so, uh, George, um, I'm glad that you didn't hate the game. Um, you know, I, um, you know, I was hoping so, you know, so I was hoping you'd at least like it, so, uh. Why would but, I hate it? Uh, because, uh, because the past KoI games you've covered. <laughs> mm,
0: again, different situation.
1: Yeah, I suppose so, but but yeah. Anyway, yep. Fire like a you know a good game. So um you know uh Aaron, it was great to have you on the yeah, podcast again. Uh, we will we will get you back on again at some point at some point down the road. I'm sure when things are not quite like busy for you. Um, do you want to plug any plug any current uh, podcast projects, sure. promotions, sure. etc. Like while you're here? Yeah,
2: why not? Okay, so I am Aaron Hickman, of course, from the Genesis Gems podcast. Which you can listen to us. Uh, we don't have quite as many episodes. <laughs> I think you guys outstripped us. I think you record more often. But um, much like the every other week, yeah, much like the SNES podcast, we do a game by game show that's been running since I think about 2004. Now it's been running quite a while, and uh, we do game by game and very similar format. So. If you like the show, definitely check that one out. Did you say 2004? Yes. 2004. Jeez. I <laughs> know. No, 2014. I said 2004. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I was. No. Let me let me do that math right. <laughs> I had to call I had to call you out on that. Oh, one. <laughs> thank you for calling me out. People are gonna go back. Go. Wait a minute. Retro gaming roundup wasn't even around in 2004. Right. Uh, no, you were absolutely correct. But yeah, so Genesis Gems, I'm also a chiptune composer. Uh, I make music under the name Daya, D-Y-A. You make great music. Oh. Well, thank you. But I <laughs> Another correction. I'll let you correct me there. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that <laughs> there for... There you go. <laughs> I would say at least 2004, but I didn't start actually getting heavily into it until a bit later. But yeah, you can check me out. I am all over... Spotify and Apple Music. Anywhere you can find music online, you can find my stuff. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. That's the best place to support me. Bandcamp. That's where the best I bought one of your albums. To support artists in general, so any yeah. supports appreciated. <laughs> yep.
1: So awesome. Well, uh, thank you again for being on the podcast. Uh, i mean like I said, Aaron. You know, it's always great to have you on here to bring your. Uh, Yes. your rich your rich background and, and knowledge like about these kind of games so, yeah thanks for having me um so it's gonna be george's pick for this podcast next time around uh george what are we covering next
0: oh geez what did i say lester the unlikely a... <laughs> uh, oh wait you guys covered that one. uh remind re- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah remind me what what i said greg
1: uh let me tell me get the list up you caught me off guard hmm.
0: Let's see who can figure it out Ooh. the fastest. <laughs> I think it's another Koei uh. game.
1: <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> right? No, it's it, um, it's actually um, it, um it's actually it's actually a U.S. game with a very Japanese sounding title. Oh, which is why I can never like the uh 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 I switch. Mean, I can never like remember it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, not Yeah, yeah, um, oh no, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the other podcast we're doing, duh, but, uh, no, we're
0: having a (laughs) spoiler. Okay, I know what you were about to say, too. This is not PlayStation Power, Greg. No. Uh, I figured it out before you did. Bahama Lagoon.
1: No, we're doing an episode before that.
0: Oh, no, you said it was my pick.
1: Oh, uh, I did say that because I was thinking about the wrong podcast. Boom, I'm still right. Yeah. All back right. Up. So the
0: next, so the gate, so before that, we're doing Zoop. Oh, yes.
1: Another, uh, another guest. Another guest. Another guest is going to be joining us. Going uh, uh, be joining us on the podcast, like that one. Jeez, uh, we get
0: a third person on this podcast, and everything goes to hell.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I, <sighs> I. Yes, maybe I suppose, but uh, Zoop was released
2: for everything. Oh man.
1: Yes, it was. Yep. Except for yeah. NES, I was yeah, surprised that by that.
2: But almost everything.
1: Yep. From Game Boy yes, to so
2: PlayStation.
1: A... Yep. Uh. Yeah, so I've never played. So yes, yeah, so I've never played. Uh, yes, yeah, so I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never played the uh, play the NES version of the game. So I'm going to be curious. Curious. To see how that. How that. Like you know. Checks out. But um. Uh, uh. So yeah, we're gonna be. We are going to be uh, joined uh by um. Somebody whose name, I can't remember, like, right now, of course. Brett Weiss. Oh, Yes, thank you very much. Yep, so. Very nice. So, yep. So, like, we... So, that says we're covering next time. So, uh, changing gears a little bit, going to a puzzle game, but should be fun. But... uh, Yeah. So, anyway, uh, thank you again. uh, uh, Thank you again for being here, uh, Aaron. Thank you again for podcasting, as always, George. Um, Yep. And uh, we also want to thank... Uh, our Patreons are, are supporters at this time. Um, uh, for those dollar a month, you get some cool benefits that to being shouted out, the, shouted out uh, on the episode, as I'm doing right now, to Chat, Richard, and Sven. Uh, early access to episodes or also being able to dictate a game for us. So, so if you want to make it like George suffer, uh, you know, like, hmm. uh, you know, the big platform game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh if you want to so so if you want to join us and support us that way, you can find the you, you can find that wwwpatreoncom dot forward slash SNES podcast. Um so if you can also find us on Libsyn, uh you can send an email to us directly at the SNES podcast at or you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, you know, as always we very much appreciate your support. Uh and uh yeah, and uh, yeah, nothing else, uh if nothing else if nothing else if nothing else I can say, I can say check out the you know if you enjoy like if you enjoy good video game music, check out the music like this game. You know especially the you know especially the orchestra, the the orchestral version of it. Um, it was very good. Uh, true. Sure. So anyway, thanks again everybody, and take care. See you all next time. yeah.
0: Goodbye.
1: Nintendo controls eighty percent of the video market, but no matter how you play the game or which game you play, definitely have come a long way since pac-man now you're playing with power
0: deep power